0: Little Follies, My Mother Takes a Tumble. Chapter Two continues. Mary, dear Mary, you mustn't think for a moment that the woman I told you about, who waits for the bus, and whose name, by the way, turns out to be Eliza, which is a pretty name, I think, although many people think it sounds funny because it buzzes a little toward the end, you mustn't think that she's somehow bad or that I meant to hurt you by telling you about her. I just wanted to show you that a person like me, who is handsome and good and quite virile, notices a woman, even if, let's say, she's just a typist waiting for a bus in the rain, and has probably thought of running up to her many times to say something to her, but may just be too shy or not Good at making conversation unless it's about insurance. So you see, this is just one of my ways of saying, chin up! But I didn't quite tell you the whole truth, and so I will tell you now, because I don't want any untruthfulness to come between us and poison the waters, as so often happens between a man and a woman, as I have seen even in my own family, but that is another story. The truth is that Eliza works in the same office where I work, and the bus she waits for is the same bus that I wait for and ride to work, which is often quite a long ride because of the heavy traffic, so that a person usually arrives at work feeling a little queasy from spending a long time in an overheated bus that smells of a mixture of unpleasant things, and would like to take a shower right away if there were a shower in the office, which there is not. She certainly does have a breathtaking figure, but I know she is a good woman because of her modest demeanor, such as the way she looks down at her hands that she keeps modestly clasped in her lap when she smiles at me a little bit if I nod at her to say, good morning or good evening, depending on whether we are riding to work or home from work at the end of the day. Sometimes I worry that she may think I am a conceited sort of fellow who does a lot of carousing and can't be bothered paying attention to the needs of a good woman because of the way that I just nod in the morning or the evening and don't make any conversation although I can't count the number of times I have thought of saying something to her and am just too shy and, I guess, not good at making conversation unless it is about insurance, which is the only thing we ever talk about at the office. For example, Eliza, would you type up this letter to Mr. Flypaper, who hasn't paid the premiums on his full coverage policy with endowment at age 65 for three months? There isn't. Really, anyone called Mr. Flypaper? At least I don't think there is. I just made that up to make you laugh. Although some of the names of people who take out insurance are very funny in real life, like Binker or Foot or Sandstone, which makes me giggle every time I think of it because it's a kind of rock. Besides, the things I told you about it in my last letter didn't really happen. I was just thinking about how they might happen, and so I wrote them down. Here is $32.80, and I hope the 80 cents didn't fall out of the envelope and hurt your cute foot. Please use the money to get the sofa that your landlady wants to sell, but act as if you think that it isn't a very good sofa and that it will take a lot of work and extra money to make it something that you would want to sit on. Because you can always get something like that for a cheaper price if you pretend that you don't really want it. And then you will have a little more to spend on the fabric. And it is always a good idea to buy the best when it comes to cloth, so that it will wear well under hard use. With deepest affection, Jack Dear Jack, I have started this letter so many times and thrown away the starts that didn't work out after crumpling them up into tight little balls that I finally decided to just start writing and keep on writing, no matter how it sounded or how it came out. So I hope that nothing I say will offend you, because I am just going to keep right on writing and say what is in my heart. I am so confused after reading your last letter over and over. Sometimes I think that you want to have two women who are your very good friends. And sometimes I think that you are only making up this Eliza so that I won't think that you're not a man of the world. And sometimes I think that you just want me to be your little pen pal who will listen to your exploits with a woman who is not just someone who writes letters to you and who is lying on a second-hand sofa reading a piece of paper, but is there in the flesh, if you know what I mean. If it is the first that you want to have two women whose hearts beat faster when they say your name, then that is okay with me because I can understand that a man like you with a large heart Can have many friends, and I am willing to go along with what you want. But maybe that is not what you want. If it is the second that you are only making up this, Eliza, so that I will know that you can make a woman's heart beat faster, then you can be sure that I understand. But you must know that you don't have to pretend with me because my heart beats faster every time one of your letters arrives. But if you do want to pretend, why don't you pretend about me instead of Eliza, which I think is a pretty name too, by the way. And maybe when you pretend about being with me, you would like to call me Eliza, which I wouldn't mind if that is what you want. But then again, maybe that is not what you want either. If you want the third thing, to write to me about certain exploits that you like to write about. I have to make a confession to you that my heart beats faster and a little tingle runs all through me when you write about Eliza, and I think of you close to her if you are in the office and talking to her about a letter or a policy, or maybe you accidentally brush against her when you are looking over her shoulder at what she has typed, and it could be that her blouse is not fully buttoned. Who knows? So if you want me to listen to what happens with Eliza, it is all right with me, Jack. Meanwhile, something has happened to the heat here in my tiny hovel, which is so much prettier now with the sofa that I can never thank you enough for, and I wish you were here so that I could try with all my might thank you enough for it. I should have spent the money you sent me on the oil bills that I haven't been able to pay because of my unfortunate circumstances, but I was just like a little girl and got the sofa, which was more like getting a present for my birthday, which is next week. Ever since I was a little girl, I have had a tradition of spending my whole birthday in my birthday suit, and I wish I could do it this year and write you a long letter all about it. But I guess I won't be able to keep this tradition alive after they shut the heat off because of the overdue bills, which come to around $21. And even though we are having some warm days, there is a chill here that won't go away. Oh well, I've said what was in my heart and now I will just send this letter off and whatever you think is what you will think. But before I seal this letter, I will kiss it once and let it rest a while where I cannot say and then I will heat up some soup which will help me feel warm and then crawl into my bed. With Love, Mary